Hey friend, are you struggling to find consistent paid speaking gigs? Do you want to know the exact six steps that you can take to find and book more paid speaking opportunities in 2024? Well, we want to make that easy for you. We've created a new free resource with the help of Dan Irvin, one of our highly successful speakers on our team. Dan has booked over $100,000 in paid speaking gigs in the last few years, and his six-step process is going to help you maximize your chances of getting booked and paid to speak in any industry. You're going to learn how to get started prospecting, master discovery calls, and proposal emails and so much more. All you got to do is go to thespeakerlab.com slash steps and we're going to send you this 18-page guide straight to your inbox. Again, that is thespeakerlab.com slash steps and you're going to get that free guide. Hey, thanks for listening. You're awesome. What is up, my friend? Welcome back to the Speaker Lab podcast. My name is Grant Baldwin. Good to have you here with us. We're on episode 68, taking your questions and bringing some answers to you. Today, we're going to be talking all about fees and whether or not you should negotiate your fee. Should you negotiate? Should you not negotiate? We're going to get into that. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to have a good chatteroo about chit chat chatteroo. Is that the thing? That's the thing I say. I don't know. Whatever. Hey, let me remind you too, on a regular basis, we are doing a free online trainings where you, you can stay from home. You don't have to go anywhere. Stay from the comfort of your house and uh, join us for these trainings where we're teaching you all about how to find and book speaking engagements. Even if you're brand new, even if you don't have a platform, even if you're not a big name, even if you don't have a bald head, that's okay. You don't need those things. And we're going to show you how to find and book speaking engagements, paid speaking engagements. In fact, you can register for those by going over to freespeakerworkshop.com. Again, that is freespeakerworkshop.com. We'd love to hang out with you. It's going to be a lot of fun. Don't miss that. Again, we do those on a regular basis. So even if you're listening to this way in the future, you can still stop by freespeakerworkshop.com and it'll tell you about the next one we've got happening so that you can register for that. All right. So again, we're going to be talking all about how to negotiate your fee and should you even negotiate your fee. So uh, let's get into it. Here we go. All right, boys and girls, let's talk about fees. We all like, I, I know most of you, you're listening to this going like, I want to get paid to do this, but I also like to eat and live indoors. These things are, are, are it's a little tricky to figure out whenever it comes to speaking fees. We're going to talk about the day, talk about should you negotiate fees and get into just some thoughts and ideas, some, some lessons I've learned along the way about fees in general. Let me also reference you to a couple of different episodes where we do talk about fees. Episode 37, 37, we talk about fees, especially within if you're speaking in the nonprofit world or the church market, the faith-based market. We talk about fees in that episode, episode 37. Episode 49, we talk about whether or not you should speak for free and if that makes sense and the situations and circumstances where it does or doesn't make sense, episode 49. And then in episode 54, we also talk about how to do uh, pricing for events. We got a, a listener question who was wondering about should you charge based on the number of people that may be there at the event or if you're doing some type of training. So we talk about that in episode 54. So check that out. A couple different places there to check out the discussions and conversations about fees. Now for today, let's talk about whether or not you should negotiate fees. And again, fees, they can be kind of tricky to figure out. And I think lots of, of different speakers do it lots of different ways. So some set their fee and they just say, hey, this is it. Take it or leave it. And generally those are going to be like bigger name speakers who have more demand and supply. They're turning down a lot of different gigs. So they just have hundreds of, if not hundreds and hundreds of requests, and they're just doing a handful of them. So it's easy for them to say like, Hey, this is the fee. Either you want it at this price or you don't want it that bad. And so if you're in that spot, 
congratulations. You are in a good spot to be in. That's the place you want to be. And, and not just speaking, but in anything. But for most speakers, I think that there's generally at least a little bit of negotiation involved. And so in just a minute, I'm going to give you several different reasons where maybe it would make sense to negotiate. But first, let's start by, I want to just give you a few different like big picture thoughts on fees and negotiating as it relates to, to speaking. So one of the first things I want to tell you is to number one, establish value before you talk numbers. Establish value before you talk numbers. This is a little bit related to what we talked about on, I think it was episode 54 about fees. But the question of, should you put your fees on your website? And I say, don't do that. And the reason being that is if you just present numbers, then oftentimes the lowest bid is going to win. And so I want to remember that, again, this is a relationship business. People do business with people they know, like, and trust. And so I want to get the person ideally on the phone because I know I can build a much better relationship with them over the phone than I could over email. So number one, I want to establish that value. I want to, whenever I I call them, if I get them on the phone, I want to learn more about their event? What are you looking for? Tell me about your event. Who are some speakers you've had in the past? What do you like about them? What are your goals for this year's event? For the speaker or speakers that may come in, you know, if they could do one thing to hit a home run, what would that be? So you want to ask some of those questions. You want to take some of your talks or what it is that you could speak about, tie it into their event. Here's how I think I could provide value after you're listening to them and, and hearing them out. And so again, you want to establish that value before you begin to talk numbers with them. So that would be the first thing I'd say. The second thing I would say would be to, in a, in a similar uh, boat here, is to don't quote fees over email. Don't quote fees over email. I have found that that selling, that closing a deal and getting a booking generally is going to happen over the phone. And so I try to always get people on the phone. So when they ask me an email, what is your fee? Or can you give me your fee range? Or something like that. I will always ask them if I can call them. Or sometimes I will just take the initiative. I will pick up the phone right there in and call them. I want to get them on the phone again to build that relationship with them. Because again, a lot of times whenever it comes to your fee, there, as we're going to talk about in a second, there may be a bunch of different reasons why maybe you would want to negotiate or you'd be willing to negotiate. And sometimes they don't know that stuff based on just reading a number in an email or seeing a number on a website. So that's why I want to get them on the phone. I'm not, I don't want to quote fees over email. The other thing I would say too, is that when you quote your fee, one thing that I noticed that a lot of speakers do is that we get really nervous about quoting a fee. It, it just feels weird sometimes. I totally get that. Whenever I first got started and I would quote a fee, any fee, whether it's a couple hundred or a couple thousand dollars, you quote your fee and you just like, I, I, I mean, or, you know, or whatever, you know, like you start to kind of almost backtrack. You start to negotiate against yourself. So here's a little trick. All right. Here's a little tactic for you is that when you quote your fee, shut up. Shut up. Don't start like trying to hem and haw and starting to to bounce around. So for example, if your fee is a thousand dollars and you're having that conversation with them, you can explain to them, you know, hey, for you know, if you're looking for me to come in and just do one presentation, we could do one presentation that would include all travel and the total investment would just be a thousand dollars. And then just be quiet. Like let them take it from there. Don't start going, it would be a thousand dollars. Or, you know, like whatever you think is fine or if ish. Like don't start backtracking. Don't start like talking your way out of it. Just quote your fee and shut up. All right. Next thing I would say, number three, it would be this. So number one, establish value before you talk numbers. Number two, don't quote fees over email. And then number three, 
is to offer solutions for smaller budgets. Offer solutions for smaller budgets. So you could offer to split the cost with another group. So for example, tell you what, I'm already going to, this is something I've done with high schools before. I'm going to be at your school and tell you what, while I'm already there, what if I spoke, could you connect me with a middle school or another high school in town or a college or some other organization where I could speak and you guys could split the cost? You could do something like that. So that's one thing you could do when negotiating fees. Another thing, uh, number four, just in general as it relates to fees, is to raise your fee slowly and incrementally. Slowly and incrementally. It is always, always, always easier to go up than back down. Always easier to go up than back down. So as we've raised our fee over time, I've always wanted to, this ties in a bit to the next point here, but just maintaining what's called fee integrity. And that'd be point number five is maintaining fee integrity where you're not someone who has fees all over the map, where for one person you're charging a thousand dollars and a different person you're charging $10,000. Cause a lot of times if you're speaking a lot, you're typically going to be speaking in the same or similar market. And a lot of times those decision makers, those clients talk to each other. And so they compare notes. And so it may, the word may quickly get out that you are someone who your fees are all over the map. So you want to maintain some fee integrity. And one of the ways that you can do that is again, by raising your fee slowly and incrementally rather than making like these massive, massive leaps. So yeah, I will leave it at that. I'll add some thoughts to that in just a second here. And then the last thought I'd give on this would be number six would be be willing to walk away from a gig, be willing to walk away from a gig. This is one of the most difficult things for a speaker to do because as speakers, we like to speak and the idea of getting paid to speak is just icing on the cake. We love that. But the fact of the matter is, is that if a client doesn't have the money, they don't have the money. And so you can explore other ways to negotiate. And again, we'll talk about those in just a second. We, there, you can explore other ways that you can get the cost down or that you can share the cost with someone else. But if you've exhausted all your options and at the end of the day, they don't have the money, then be willing to walk away. Be willing to say, no, no, I, I have to maintain the fee integrity for other clients that I've worked with. And there's times where just it doesn't make practical sense to negotiate any further based on what they're asking you to do and based on what you're willing to do. So at the end of the day, as a speaker, it, while you're negotiating, always be willing to walk away from the gig. All right. So let me recap those six things real quick. Number one is to establish value before you talk numbers, establish value before you talk numbers. Number two is to not quote fees over email. You want to get people on the phone. You want to, when you quote your fees, shut up. Remember that. Number three, you want to offer solutions for smaller budgets. So offer to split the cost with other groups may work. Number four would be to raise your fee slowly and incrementally. Number five would be to maintain fee integrity and then finally, number six would be to be willing to walk away from a potential gig. All right. So that's just some like big picture thoughts on fees and negotiating. I want to give you nine circumstances where you may consider negotiating. All right. Nine circumstances where you may consider negotiating. First of all, number one would be if the client wants to book you for multiple engagements or bookings, multiple engagements or bookings. I'll give you an example. There a couple years ago, I was working with a client and they had hired me to do two or three different conferences, I remember. And then finally, I remember I got a call from the CEO of the organization and he said, uh, he said, hey, we've hired you to do a couple other events. We've still got a few others that we're interested in hiring you to do. Could we just book you for like 10 gigs and just get a flat rate on that? 
And so for me, I'm like, yeah, of course you could. So in that type of situation where they're going to be booking multiple engagements or multiple bookings at the same time, then yeah, absolutely. It makes sense to negotiate or give them some type of a better deal. Uh, A second reason why maybe it would make sense to consider negotiating would be for possible spinoff business. So what I mean by that is there's some events that you may go speak at that there's other potential decision makers or potential clients there who may be interested in booking you. So whenever you go speak at those types of events, it may be the type of event that is just a good marketing event where it could also help get your name out there and help get some other bookings there. Now on that, I will tell you that there's a lot of of potential clients who will tell you, hey, you need to come speak at our event, you need to discount it, or you need to do you need to do this for for free because you're going to get, here's the keyword, exposure. You're going to get exposure. Well, let's be honest, I cannot pay my bills with exposure. All right. And granted, that is true that there are some events where you will get exposure. The, the key thing that I would say for you as a speaker is that you need to know it to be true true for yourself, not because that client is telling you, all right? So again, a client, they want you to lower your fee. They want you to negotiate. They want you to do the event for free. So they're willing to say, yes, it's going to be exposure, but you may get exposure, but is it exposure that's valuable for you and the potential clients that you are looking for? If so, then yes, it may make sense to negotiate. But if not, then again, be willing to say, no, nah, you know, it, it, it may not be the type of exposure that, that you're looking for. And that's fine. Third situation or circumstance where you may consider negotiating would be when there is less travel involved, when there's less travel involved. For me personally, I am much more likely to negotiate a speaking fee if it's a a one hour drive versus if I got to fly halfway across the country and I'm going to be gone for a couple of days. Just the amount of time that's involved. One of the things that you, if you listen to the show, you know, is that I'm a husband, I'm a, I'm a father of three girls. And so my family means the world to me. So if I can travel and not have to be gone very much, or if at all, where I can literally drive somewhere and then drive home, then yes, I'm going to be much more likely to negotiate because again, it is taking less time out of my schedule. I remember I listened to uh, recently on a, a podcast, Tim Ferriss's podcast, he interviewed Seth Godin and Seth was talking about speaking. And he said that, I think if I remember right, he lives in New York City. And so he he said to travel to the West Coast of the US to speak, he charges double his normal fee, double his normal fee. Because again, it is much simpler for him to speak in his own town, it, you know, whether it's an hour drive or just a train ride or a taxi or whatever to the event versus having to fly halfway or all the way across the country. So if there's less travel involved, then yes, I'm, I'm definitely more likely to negotiate. Next thing I would say, number four, Number four is uh, sometimes I'm willing to negotiate if it's a fun place that are a cool place I want to visit, especially if my family is involved. So there's been a couple of times where I've negotiated because the event was in Orlando and they were going to cover our hotel and our travel. So my family could come and we could go, we go to Disney parks. Or if it was an event at a beach and it was going to be at a, you know, they were going to get us a condo there. I remember I negotiated a couple of years ago for an event where they, what was it now? I was speaking at I'm drawing a blank on it. It was a huge indoor water park. Anyway, it'll come to me as soon as I finish recording here. Anyway, we always just poke at this this place that was hosted or this event that was hosted at this big indoor water park. And so I was willing to negotiate because they covered additional nights stay for my family and I. The family came. So while I was speaking, my wife and my girls got to go to this indoor water park and play. And it is just going to eat me alive until I come up with that name as some of you are going to email me and be like, oh, yeah, it's 
Oh, uh, Great Wolf Lodge. That's it. Whew. Oh, thank you. Thank you. That was close. That was scary. So anyway, if it's a fun place to visit, it's a cool place to take my family, then I'm, I'm maybe more willing to negotiate. Next one, I would say number five. Number five is if it's a slower time of year, if it's a slower time of year, one of the things that I've noticed about speaking is that it can be very cyclical, meaning that you're going to have some months that are very, very busy. You have a lot going on. And then there's going to be some months where there's just, there's not a lot happening. And some of this depends on your market, depends on your industry. Sometimes summers are slower. Sometimes around Christmas, around, you know, December, January can be a little bit slower. So in those times where it's just slower, you don't have much going on. Think of the supply and demand. You've got a lot of supply and not a lot of demand. So yes, in those situations, you may be more willing to negotiate. I want you to think of it like a hotel. All right. I remember a couple years ago, my wife and I, we stayed at the Doubletree Hotel in Times Square. And we had a room that we got upgraded to a room that overlooked Times Square. We were on like the 40 something floor looking down on Times Square. It was so cool. And we used points to stay there. And I remember it was, you know, it was going to be like if we paid for it out of pocket, it was, you know, several hundred bucks or something to, to stay there for a night. And so we went and I don't know what time of year it was, but it was several hundred bucks to stay for a night there. But on New Year's Eve to stay in that same room, it was something like close to $10,000 for the same room, but a different time of year. Why? Because that price changes based on the supply and demand. This is true, not just with that example, but with any type of hotel and just anything in general. When the demand is higher and the supply is lower, it means that the price goes up. And the opposite is true. When the supply is high, the demand is low, that means the price goes down. So you may be willing to negotiate when it's a, a slower time of year. Uh, another one, number six, would be for potential product sales, potential product sales. And you can do this in one of two ways. Either one, you may pre-sell your book to a potential client. So some clients would say, hey, we only have X amount in our budget for speakers, but we have more in this separate budget for books or resources or products. And so they may be willing to buy some of your books ahead of time. So you may discount your speaking fee, but you know you're making up for it in that the client is buying your book or curriculum or training or something ahead of time. The other option there with potential product sales is that if I'm going to a big event where I know it's going to be a large number of people and I know that I have products to sell to that audience, whether it's a book or a t-shirt or whatever it may be, uh, I've had several events where I've actually made more in product sales than I have from my actual speaking fee. And so there are times where it may be, I may be willing to negotiate knowing that I'm going to like just do awesome whenever it comes to the product sales after the event or after I finish speaking, I'm going to be able to sell a ton of products. Product, and so I know that I'm going to generate revenue that way. So in that case, it may make sense for me to take a lower fee, knowing that I'll make up the product sales on the back end there. So that may be a reason. Uh, another one, number seven. Number seven that would be if you are looking for good quality demo video footage. You, you've heard us talk on the on the podcast about how important it is to have a good quality demo video. So there's some events where you may go to and uh, your current demo video is just it's okay. You shot it with an iPhone or just like a little handy cam on the side of the room. But if you're going to a, a bigger conference or a bigger event and it's going to be multiple cameras, it's going to be a big stage, it's it's a it's a it's a high quality production, then maybe the one of the reasons that you could negotiate would be to say, hey, I'm willing to take a reduction in my fee, but I want a copy of the video or uh, the video crew that you that this client worked with. I want them to help me 
produce a demo video or something, or I just get rights to the footage or something like that, where you're getting value in exchange for a financial discount that you're providing. Another one, number eight, would be for referrals and recommendations. Uh, this is something I've done a few times where I might discount or, or negotiate my fee down a little bit. But again, instead of just saying like this flat, like, hey, I'm just going to take off X amount for no reason at all, I want to figure out other ways that I can get value from that. So one way may be that this potential client that I work with, I would tell them, hey, if I do a good job for you, then as part of our deal, part of our contract, I want you to introduce me to five other potential clients that would be a good fit for what I do that you think might be interested in booking me. I mean, think about it. That's huge value for me. If, if they introduce me to five other potential clients and let's just say one or even two of them book me, then that's huge value. So their referral or their recommendation is valuable. So I may be willing to negotiate my fee knowing that they can make a couple phone calls or make a couple introductions. And that is valuable to me. Uh, and then the final one, number nine, circumstances where you may consider negotiating. Number nine would be a high profile event in your industry, a high profile event in your industry. So not only is you, would you get some of that exposure, but also, especially again, you, you would have to understand this within your industry and what this would look like. But there's some events that are really top notch that by speaking at those, it kind of moves you up to the next tier of just like you are a legit speaker if you have spoke at that particular conference. So you may be willing to negotiate knowing that that by speaking at that event, it does give you great credibility for potential future events. And again, that's going to look different from event to event and from industry to industry. So you would need to know that in your own industry of what some of those like key marquee events might be. So let me just quickly recap those, those nine circumstances where it may make sense to consider negotiating. Again, number one would be to, if you have multiple engagements or bookings, number two would be possible spinoff business. Number three is if less travel is involved. Number four is it's just a fun place to visit, cool place to visit. I've always jokingly said like, I would speak for free in Hawaii if someone wants to pay for my family to come along too. Number five, if it's a slower time of year. Number six is potential product sales. Number seven is demo video footage. Number eight is referral referrals and recommendations. And then number nine is speaking at a, a high profile event in your industry. So to answer the question, should you negotiate your speaking fee? Yes, as long as it's within reason. And as long as you are still receiving value for your service in some other way, again, don't just discount the price just for the heck of it. Look for other ways that you can provide or they can provide potential value to you. What are the things that would be valuable to you from that potential client and figure out how you can negotiate for those things. All right, there you go. Hope you enjoyed that chit chat chatteroo about negotiating your fees. I hope that was helpful to you. Hey, as always, feel free to stop by thespeakerlab.com. Let us know if you've got questions, if you have anything that you would like us to answer on an upcoming episode of the show. Also, if there's any comments or further clarification that you would like on a certain subject or topic, definitely check out the show notes for any particular episode and let us know how we can best help and serve you. We want to hear from you and we want to make sure that we are making this, uh, this podcast as helpful and as beneficial as possible. Hey, also, let me remind you, like I mentioned at the top of the show... On a regular basis, we are doing these free online trainings and workshops teaching you all about how to find and book speaking engagements. So we'd love to have you register for the next one. They are totally free, totally online. You don't have to travel anywhere. You can stay home, stay in your jammies. I'm not going to see you and I'm going to put some clothes on. So 
this just got weird. It's okay. Anyway, uh, you can go to freespeakerworkshop.com. Again, that is freespeakerworkshop.com. We'd love to hang out with you, so definitely register for the next one of those, and we will see you there. Catch you next time, my friend. You're awesome. <laughs>